0: Welcome to The Voice of Reason with Dr. Sonia Thompson of Arise Ministries International. Get ready to be strengthened with solid foundational truths inspired by the living word and changed by fresh revelation that will push you into a victorious life now.
1: Welcome and thank you for joining me today on the Voice of Reason podcast. This is your host, Apostle Sonia Thompson. And sometimes your host can be controversial. As you've already seen, my title is very controversial. This is a word from the Holy Spirit and it is a word for the spiritual eunuchs. And I believe this word will also touch leadership as you listen in and help you to shift your perspective. I've got a mouthful but it's from the Holy Spirit. I would like to take some time to talk to you from the book of Esther in a manner you may have never heard before. But as I was reading through this book the last few days, the word eunuch jumped off the page and the Holy Spirit began to give me insight and revelation of this as it concerns many in the body of Christ. I want to try to take my time with this because I have a lot to say and I want you to grab this. I'm not going to read any particular scripture from the book of Esther. Do your diligence. Read through the book. It's an incredible book. It's relevant for now, but I want you to find in there where the eunuchs are mentioned several times. Now, in the book of Esther, we read about the eunuchs. They were trusted court officers. They were male and they were personal attendants to both sexes. However, I want you to take note of this and I'll explain this word in a moment for those that need that. Eunuchs were castrated. I had to pause a minute because I could take this lesson down another road, but I will stick with my assignment. Now, there is another meaning for eunuch where castration is not involved. But in the book of Esther, the eunuch is a castrated man or boy who's been deprived of the testes or in some cases, the external genitals. But one thing is clear is they cannot reproduce because there's no seed. Now, a eunuch can be in charge, or they were in charge of the king's harem, their wives, or their concubines. They were called chamberlains in the palace, meaning they were keepers of the bedchamber. Now you can see why they castrated them. A eunuch is one that lacks virility, they lack the power of reproduction, which I mentioned. Now, let's talk for a minute about castration. Castration was performed, again, for the sole reason. They wanted to eradicate sexual desire to deter sexual intercourse, and of course they wanted to keep them from getting their concubines or their wives, harems, or whatever pregnant in the event there was any foul play. You may be wondering where in the world is this apostle going with this word? Where is this going to land? Well, I tell you what we're getting ready to go in for a landing, and we are going to arrive so in the body of Christ, the Holy Spirit. He's the gift giver. He's gifted many men and women of God in various areas. But what is happening in the body is many have become spiritual eunuchs. They are being kept, if you will. Their leaders don't allow them to operate where they've been connected because there's a fear of the people having affection toward them, that the people's hearts will become attached toward them, or they may teach better. They may prophesy to a greater degree, have greater revelation and so forth in the word. And this is so. I've seen it and I have experienced this on a personal level. So and sometimes there's a dogma or code in place that creates eunuchs. It's a point of view put forth like this is the authority which keeps people small and doesn't allow them to grow. I have, for instance, seen and heard of individuals that would come into a church, let's say they're a pastor, and the pastor there wants to now take them back to an evangelist and quote unquote brand them and build them up in their church. Where do we get that from? That is the process of creating a eunuch when we do things like that to people. We have to receive them. Obviously, we, we have to be led by the Holy Spirit in their function. Now, granted, let me say this for anybody listening in who wants to use this lesson as your tool of rebellion. There are those who have a gift, but they don't have the maturity to function in that gift. They would tear some things up if they were let out of the stall. And I do understand this. And I know balance is important. And I know as a leader about having balance. I know as a leader of having people that you have close to you, people that you love, but you know, if they were put out on their own in the pasture, they would destroy some things. They would really tear up things. It doesn't mean they don't love God, but they're not mature with the word and they're not mature. Some of them even emotionally. So you can know a lot of things, but have a rebellious streak in you or have an unloving, cynical heart or a wayward mouth. And I'm not talking about profanity, but just a wayward mouth that's very critical, that's very injurious and so forth. And you cannot be used by your leader the way you want to be used. So I thought I'd put that in there just in case, because I do believe in balance. But there are also those in the body of Christ, these precious God filled people that have the gifts of the Holy Spirit in them who are honoring They're sound in handling the word of God. They're committed to God, committed to their leadership. They live good lives or at least do their best to do that. They know how to follow protocols. They love where they're connected. They're a set gift that has been sent to help that pastor or that apostle, but they are being kept as eunuchs. And this is the situation the Holy Spirit wants to deal with. I have experienced this. I know what it's like. They were prayed for. They showed up and now the leadership is afraid of them. And I quote, the king is afraid of them. And now they want to cut off their strength and their potency. I want you near, but I don't want you to reproduce. I don't want you to be effective here because I have to protect my position. This is something the Holy Spirit wants to deal with. Listen to me. The eunuch is placed in charge with no real power. I mentioned their are chamberlains. They were in the chambers, right? But they don't have any real power because they cannot reproduce. They do have responsibility. You could be a prophet, but not allowed to prophesy. A teacher, but They won't allow you to teach in the church or the ministry that you've been assigned or to the people that you've been called to serve, let's say outside of where you're planted. And so therefore we're forced to try and create our own when God sent you to help them. This is where the lack of virility comes in. No reproduction can take place because there is a castration that's happened to many precious men and women of God in the body of Christ with their giftings that the Holy Spirit has put in them. And they've been put in a place as a chamberlain, attending to the king's wives and concubines and to the business there, but they don't have power. This is what the Holy Spirit wanted me to address today. And I feel like this word's going to bring some comfort for some of you. It's going to bring release for others and it's going to bring maturity for us as leaders. Notice I said us, I have to mature just like everybody else. A lot of leaders fear the greatness in the people that God sends them. It's God in them, destiny in them. It's bigger than what in perhaps that apostle or that prophet or that pastor that you've been assigned to, but God sent you there. Their destiny is tied up in you as well. Any leader should push their leaders into a greater destiny because they're set there for us. We pray for them, God sends them. We pray God sends people. He's not always gonna use us directly. And most will stay by your side, leaders, and they're going to be able to do what God called him to do and serve in the ministry. They will want whatever they're going to do to be connected to your life and ministry. I have several young ladies in my life that are just like that. They love Arise Ministries. They have their own ministries, but they have connected their ministries to my ministry because they recognize this is their place of growth, their place of calling. It's the place they've been flourishing. It's the place where their destiny has been unfolded and I'm not afraid of them because I know what I'm called to do. I know what they're called to do and they have made my life and ministry better. And this is where we have to grow up as leaders. The problem with the eunuch is this, and this is another side I want to address, pulling it away from the leaders, is this word loyalty. And I might be talking to you right now. Loyalty is taking preeminence over godly assignment and calling. Now, let me say this again. I'm going to put this here again. I will place this here for the rebellious, those who think the Lord is talking to you. But if you're out of order or you're not mature enough for your assignment, you better keep growing because God's people are not to be played with. This is not an assignment you want to play with. It's not a platform so you can brand yourself or make your name great. No, a lot of people get tied up in the excitement of ministry and you can wreck some lives and God is going to hold you accountable. And as I said, one of the problems is loyalty. They will give anything to stay close to that leader, to keep that place or that position as an inside man or woman of God, a chamberlain, just to say that they belong. You like being accepted. You like being safe. But in you, there is a fire burning that you have to get out. Oh God, I've been there. And the Lord pulled me out of where I was to start my own ministry. I never wanted that. I always wanted to use what God had put in my life at the place I was planted. I loved my pastor. I loved the people, but I love God more. And you're not there and I'm not there to make coffee, to park cars and carry bags. No, we have a destiny in us. And God wants you to begin to use that if this word is for you and you're on the opposite side of rebellion. Listen to me carefully. Submission to men does not mean You're controlled by men, men and women of God. I have people submitted to me, to my ministry. I don't control them. I don't control what they do. And submission to God is control. We're led by the Spirit. That means control. We give God control. We say to God, when we submit to Him, I'm letting you control my life. But no man has that authority. No man has that power. And many try to do that in a manipulative fashion. But only God has That power, if you will, to control. And even in that, it's of our own free will. So, notice that your accountability, I'm talking to the loyal one, that accountability is not control. Accountability means that there's room left for guidance, there's room there for safety, there's room for wisdom when we're out of place or we're out of order. But ultimately, you're going to need to decide. And as I said before, I don't endorse anybody, anyone, or allow any kind of connection to this ministry where I see that rebellious streak or where I see they're really off when it comes to the word and they don't want to take instruction and they're not ready and they're not doing the things to prepare themselves for their assignment. I cannot do that, but I will stifle and hold no one. Let me say this. If this message spoke to your heart, have a talk with your leader. If you're in a place where You know you have a great gifting in you and you're not being permitted to grow. Have a talk with your leader. See what's hindering you. Let them know how much you love them and want to use what the Lord has placed in you to minister where you've been connected or have the freedom to minister wherever God calls you. And if you've injured their trust in you, find out how to rebuild it. You are necessary in the body of Christ. And don't be rebellious when you know you've been injurious. And you say, oh, I'm just going to go out and start my own ministry. This is why we have so many church splits. You are necessary in the body of Christ. The gift the Lord placed in you is needed because you know the gift is not a thing. It is the anointing, the person of the Holy Ghost who wants to work through you. Listen to what it says in Ephesians 4, 16. From whom, speaking of Christ, the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Do you see that? We all have a part. We all can supply the joints of the body of Christ to keep it moving effectively, to keep it working properly, to cause its growth, to edify it in love. You have something. I've got something. We have something to supply, to cause growth and to edify the body of Christ. I pray this message has blessed you and has given you hope or pushed you to change, whether you are a leader or planted with a church or ministry. I pray it has pushed you to change or filled you with hope again. I would love to recommend two books to you before I close out. One of the books is He Restores My Soul. This book is for men and women of God. Sometimes we need to have some soul issues healed before the bleeding can stop. And so that we can be effective in ministry. We have to address those things. He restores my soul. And you can find that if you will put in ApostleSoniaBooks.com. You'll find He Restores My Soul on Amazon or go to MegaMoneyMoves.com. You'll find it there as well. Another book I have is entitled I Am Woman. This is for the ladies. Discover your value and purpose as a woman. You will be amazed and empowered through what God has through this God-breathed manual. Apostlesonyabooks.com. Sonia is spelled S-O-N-Y-A. Put that in. You'll find all my books on Amazon. Again, you can also visit megamoneymoves.com. There's some books there and uh, they will bless your life. Well, until next time on The Voice of Reason.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Voice of Reason podcast with Dr. Sonia Thompson. We solicit your prayers and support. Please visit our website at www.ariseministriesintl.com for more information about our products, ministry, or to submit your prayer request. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook at Arise Ministries INTL. Be sure to tune in again next week with the Voice of Reason.